It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins, your daily Washington Redskins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, every day, every day. All right, guys, we welcome you aboard. It is episode number 182 of the Locked on Redskins podcast, and we have a jammed episode. We'll have a couple of news and notes items around the NFL and with the scouting combine going on, but we're here to bring you the words of President Bruce Allen, who spoke again on Friday morning in Indianapolis to the media at large. And we're going to bring you the audio in two different parts here because we want you to hear what Bruce Allen had to say and all the questions that he was asked uh, at the Scouting Combine. So, again, this audio is courtesy of NBC Sports Washington, 106.7 The Fan, uh, and the reporters there in Indianapolis at the Scouting Combine. So here's Bruce Allen, part one, and then we'll get to, of course, the second part in just a little while. Enjoy. Who would you say has impressed you the most in the interviews that you've conducted since that's the part that's kind of standing out to you? Who's impressed you and have there been any players that haven't impressed you? Well, can't tell you that. Fair. But uh, very few have disappointed. Uh, and I don't believe that they're rehearsed, as a lot of people say. I think we have have a, a room setting that allows uh, the players some comfort of being, being truthful. Uh, but you can hear loudly from the players and their body language the ones who want to be great and that is uh, that is inspirational to even to us bruce jay and doug yesterday talked about addressing the quarterback situation last time we spoke you you were kind of hesitant to say alex might not be part of the picture at at what point does that change for you where where you know you've got to do something else for 2019 well you know last year we that at this time we felt uh great about alex and colt and that's why we ended up signing both of them. And we, we feel the same way about both of them. If Alex can't go, Colt can. As far as the quarterback position, we have a, a unique setting with the Redskins. And uh, the person in charge of our personnel is a quarterback. He's a first-round quarterback. He's a Super Bowl MVP quarterback. Our head coach was a quarterback. Hall of Famer in the Arena League. Our offensive coordinator was a third-round quarterback and played in the NFL. Our new quarterback coach was a seventh-rounder quarterback in the NFL, and and Matt Kavanaugh was a third-round or second-round quarterback in the NFL and played. So we are surrounded by people with quarterback opinions, no matter if we needed a quarterback or not, and and our evaluations are strong. Uh, Bill Callahan was a college quarterback, and the guy who appreciates quarterbacks more than anyone is Kyle Smith because he was a receiver in college. So uh, every year we have great quarterback debates, whether we're going to take or not, but just evaluating them. And I think we have the perfect environment to, to get the right evaluation. Do all those quarterbacks mean that maybe you're in a great spot to take one early? Doug said at 15, if there's a guy there they like, it's an easy choice at quarterback. 
Well, yeah. If, if the board tells us that's the highest player on the board, um, that's that's what we'll take. We, we have followed the board. I think if you really, and, and a lot of you, I can't say you all suffered like we did, but you, you agonized for us possibly. With the injuries, uh, you're one injury away from having a need at any position. And and the last two years, we, we have stuck to our board, and, and it's worked well for us now. Uh, we've got to get healthy, and we've got to keep our guys healthy, but uh, that'll be the the philosophy of guys. You're in a challenging, oh, sorry. You're in a challenging spot, um, just kind of cap-wise, with kind of Alex as a big number. Do you have an idea of a number that you guys can allocate to the quarterback position, including Alex, Colt, and maybe a free agent guy? Good question. It, we don't allocate by position so much. I mean, uh, if you look at us, you probably say, well, we're a little heavy in the offensive line compared to the league average, but it's based on the player. It's a, uh, we rate the player and then we put a, a value on that player's talent. So uh, we might find something at another position, uh, a, a blue chip player comes available, uh, we will pay for that. We try and pay for the value no matter what the position is. There were You've reports got 13 of days. You know, go yeah, there were reports a week or so ago about some supposed interest in Joe Flacco. What can you say to that, either as a signing or a trade? And to that point, um, how important is it to get a veteran with starting with significant starting experience this offseason? Uh, we were never involved in, in the Flacco. Uh, we're looking at free agency. Uh, I, I don't think it's any secret that there's players that are being offered in trades from other teams. Um, and we've, we've listened to that. Uh, we feel good where we're at. Um, I can't tell you we know exactly who's going to uh, back up Colt if Alex can't go, but uh, uh, we have some time on that. You got 13 days till the start of the new league year. A lot of housekeeping to take care of. You got some starters, um, Haha, Preston, Jamison, a lot of guys who are poised to become free agents. Do you expect those starters, Adrian Peterson as well, to become free agents before uh, before the start of the new league year? Or are you going to get some of them resigned? You know that that has been the uh, priority of Eric Schaefer when he's been down here is. Uh, we're going to address our free agents first. Uh, we do want many of them back. Uh, they've performed well, and, and some might have a, an ability to make a lot more money elsewhere. And uh, if they do, we, we, we wish them well. But that's, that's what we're trying to get focused on right now. Uh, and Eric has been following up with all of those agents. How different are those conversations for a guy like Adrian, who's an older player, versus a guy like Preston or Jameson, younger players off their first group deal, trying to get their first big contract? You didn't call Adrian older, did you? <laughs> Relatively. <laughs> Relatively, but he doesn't look it, and no. he doesn't act it, and he doesn't play that way. Uh, uh, we we uh, appreciated uh, his performance this year, as, as everybody did. And... Uh, We'll keep continue to talk. We don't call him an older running back. He doesn't like that. Bruce, with the uh, Maryland site, maybe with Larry Hogan announcing he's pulling out of the Maryland site, is are you only looking at RFK right now, or no? We're we're still we're still looking at everything. Um, uh, Governor Hogan had uh, expressed uh, his game plan uh, to us. Uh, we we support whatever is good for the DMV on any issue. And if, if Governor Hogan uh, believes he, he's doing the right thing, so we'll we'll support him. Is there Are you a time more confident with with getting something done with Congress to you know to kind of change that that wording on the on the on the land at RFK? 
Well, we don't really do anything with Congress. <laughs> the con Congress does. Uh, uh, that's that's uh, D.C.'s efforts. Um, so we, we support D.C., we support Virginia, and we support Maryland. Is there any kind of a timeline for you on the stadium? And if so, how, how close are we going? Uh, well, the timeline is our, our lease ends in Maryland in 2026, so uh, it's around the corner that in building new stadiums that you, you need a good three, four-year runway in order to do it uh, based on the other examples that are going around the league. I know you're not a big fan of restructuring contracts. You haven't done it a whole lot in the past few years, but given the salary cap constraints because of Alex. Would you consider, are you considering, have you started restructuring any of your veterans' uh, contracts? Uh, no, we have not started. Uh, once again, it goes to the previous question. If if we need to for a blue chip uh, player, then then we'll do it. And t until we need the room, we won't. We won't are, there, are there any similarities to what you guys dealt with in 2000, was it 12, 13, when you had the... You had to bring up that, huh? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, we're, we're okay. And, um, you know, Alex, we're, we're still uh, feeling good. He, he's making improvements every day. And uh, he, his, his, his strength is coming back. And so we'll see. All right, once again, that is part one of Redskins President Bruce Allen meeting with reporters Friday morning at the Scouting Combine in Indianapolis, once again, courtesy of NBC Sports Washington and 106.7 The Fan and the reporters on scene there at the Scouting Combine in Indianapolis. When we come back here on episode number 182 of the Locked on Redskins podcast, part two of Redskins President Bruce Allen. That's next. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, guys, we welcome you back. It is episode number 182 right here of the Locked On Redskins podcast. As always, you can follow at Locked Redskins on Twitter for Redskins news, nuggets, information, stories, links, podcast updates, uh, everything you need to know at Locked Redskins. As well, make sure you follow at Locked On NFL Net, Locked On NFL Net on both Twitter and Instagram for all sorts of NFL team coverage from all of our local podcast hosts and experts all around the NFL at Locked on NFL Net. And if you want to follow me individually on Twitter, uh, my name, Chris Russell, of course, at Russellmania621. Now, do need to caution you that it is not just about the Washington Redskins. I do have many other opinions. I do cover other sports, including the Stanley Cup champion Washington Capitals and the NHL. Uh, I am a big hockey fan as well. Uh, and as well, uh, I do do a bunch of I do do I do do a <laughs> a bunch of work with the whole Bryce Harper thing, and uh, I'm a very passionate baseball fan uh, as well. So that's at WrestleMania621. Without further ado, here is part two of Bruce Allen meeting with reporters on Friday morning at the Scouting Combine in Indianapolis. Again, thanks and courtesy of NBC Sports Washington 1067, the fan and the reporters on scene at the Scouting Combine in Indy. 
Jay said yesterday that um, extending Sheriff is a priority. Um, is he one of those blue chippers, and is it kind of important to do that to also kind of get in a better spot salary cap-wise for going into 2019? Yeah, he, he is a definite priority, and we, and we want him back, and uh, Eric has been having conversations with this guy. The sooner the better. It allows us to plan for the other positions. The uh, NFLPA has been telling players to uh, be prepared for a potential lockout in 2021. From a contract and pers uh, contract perception at this point, do you anticipate anything being different in free agency as you're talking to players with that potential uh, situation looming? No, I don't. Are you when you're putting your board together, even looking at free agents or trades right now? Given the injuries that have happened, are you assessing players different this time than maybe in other years? Given that we got to be extra careful now. You know, uh, it, we've we've spent a lot of time with uh, experts from across the country and looking at different medical and, and different uh, practice schedules and things like that, and treatment schedules, and we found out. You know, 15 other teams are calling all these experts to figure that out. I, I don't think you can avoid some in injuries that that occur. Uh, we're trying to figure out how to get people healthier quicker. Um, our, our players' efforts been great, and we just have to make sure we put them all in the proper position to come into the season healthy. You had mentioned, I think, at the... Oh, I'm sorry. I can't follow up on that real quick. What are some of the things that you found from those experts that you think can make a difference for you guys moving forward? Well, it... it there is no one thing because it, well there's there's certain things for hamstrings which which our team was better than the league average there's certain thing for calves so we found something for each one of the different injuries that have occurred you know there's there's players here who are telling us about how they uh, prepare for a game and how they get their body better after a game um, which the same same things we're doing with the the new recovery center we, we we purchased shoes sound like it's very important to today's college players there's <laughs> one player who has an amazing story about the shoe hurt him a few times and when once he switched shoes it never had a problem so uh, we're, we're looking for any competitive edge we can find to win. Are you finding yourself looking at different, like, or looking at, um, I guess, before the draft and before a free agency, maybe scrutinizing medicals a little more closely and trying to predict who you're bringing into the organization might be more prone to, to injuries? Nah, I, well, it, we've always done that. Yeah. We've, we've looked at all of that, but it, there's really uh, no correlation. It, it, and if you go back to the different injuries, uh, you can see them happening. And if it was your leg, it, it would have had a, a worse injury than one of our players, or your shoulder would have fallen out a lot quicker than one of our other players. And my pec would have torn quicker than everyone else's. Um, but uh, we're looking for any way we can to improve the team. What change, are you making any changes to the staff, beefing up the staff, the medical training, otherwise? No, our, our staff has is actually getting an award here uh we're we're and and nova has been a great partner with us i think uh if you look at our staff and it's it's the people who are used as second opinions for other teams um so we're we're confident in that and our players feel confident in but that. Bruce, you mentioned the fact that you have so many people in the war room that have qb experience have been around it what are the positives of having all that intelligence about the position and what are some of the takeaways i mean you've got so many different guys that play the position gotta have a lot of different 
different opinions about what matters, what doesn't matter? How is it helpful and maybe not as helpful? Oh, I, I, I think it's... Uh, Larry Michael would get an Emmy if we put a, a camera in there and, 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 let the, and let them show the debate that happens. I, I think so often in, in personnel, one voice can override every voice if, if you feel strongly about something. In our room, it's, it's, it's a great debate. And each one of them played in the NFL with different um, traits that came into a league in, in uh, different rounds. And uh, they played for different teams, and they've seen success. Uh, you know, Matt Kavanaugh, as he says, between him and Joe Montana, they won a lot of Super Bowls when he was in San Francisco. <laughs> and uh, so you, you, they have a lot of experience, and it, it makes for a healthy debate. And they all feel very confident in what they're looking at because they, they've seen it for a number of years. Have they conveyed to you what exactly they're looking for in the quarterback position, or do you have any thoughts about what would make this team better if you guys did get a quarterback at the number 15 position or just in the draft? Yeah, I, I think you see a picture of it last year because we had these debates last year when there were a lot of free agent quarterbacks and the draft we knew was going to have some potential, and that's why we traded for Alex Smith, and that's why we re-signed uh, Colt to an extension. So that was a picture of it. We also traded for Kevin Hogan because he fit um, what we were looking for. So that that gives you an idea of what we did last year. On the uh, on the stadium thing, when Hogan had said that at this time we're not going to move forward with with you guys, does that mean that there's still an opening for that site? Do you feel like maybe you guys are still involved, or have you completely written that off? Well, I've completely written it off this week when we're at the combine. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, no, that's uh, look, the governor's quote is accurate. With regards to uh, Ruben, Ruben Foster yesterday, Jay said you guys were kind of in a holding pattern, waiting here for something possible from the league. What's your sense of, of, of that? Any kind of uh, timeline there? Uh, the timeline you it would have to ask the league, but uh, once again, I, uh, all all the charges were dropped. Um, there's been no complaints, and so. I, it's time for him to play football. So at this point, when you're considering, Jay mentioned inside linebacker is a position of possibly of need, of possibly getting some pieces. How much do you consider Ruben Foster in those thoughts as to what you have at that position? Oh, uh, we, we we consider him strongly in it, and uh, and we'll see what happens. But it, no, he's he, he's on the roster. He hasn't played yet, and and he has to abide by all of our rules. Um, but now we're we're hoping for for him and us that he's able to play. Bruce, what, is, what is your evaluation of this quarterback class? It's a uh, it is it's different than other other drafts. It's got some um, you you need to use your imagination on some of them. Uh, but uh, it, there's there's potential there. There's always potential. What do you mean by use your imagination? Well, you, they don't they all don't come from the same type of system. <clears throat> and so you have to project them into your offense or project how you're going to change your offense for a particular player. But there, there's potential here. How much did you talk to Jay in the offseason about let's rethink how we do everything here? How we, you know, There's a lot of staff changes. and Were, were you necessarily saying how, how can we redo what we do here on the football side, on the coaching side? Were there? Well, those conversations happen more frequently and it, it it didn't matter if you're seven and nine or, or nine and seven. You're, you're looking for ways to get an advantage. Uh, we, we, we looked at everything we did this year. Um, we're continuing um, 
to evaluate some things on what we did. But I think once he has his team, his players, back to your question, who, who's on the roster at every position will allow us to define what we want to do as a team. You may have heard that there's a quarterback who's got had some questions about his size in this draft class. Um, to what extent in 2019, Doug, for your perspective, does height matter? Does, does, does that kind of size matter? It, it, it matters. But speed matters and strength matters. Everything matters. Um, he, he plays well. He's got this really cool trophy to prove that he played well. Um, he didn't bring it to our meeting the other day, but uh, uh, he's very confident in what he can do. Uh, ironically, he comes from the, the, guy, the quarterback before him came in, and they thought he, he was too short at, at six foot. So, uh, no, he's confident in what he can do. Wait, are you saying that you all met with Kyler Murray? You said that he didn't bring the Heisman to the meeting with you. Also, does that imply that he met with you? Yes. Hey, Bruce, when we were in Mobile, you said this team is close. You believe they're close. As we're two weeks away from the new league year, you got four starters headed for free agency. Unsettled situation at quarterback. Some holes on the back end of the defense. Do you still feel this team is close? Yeah, we don't play a game tomorrow. Uh, we... We, we're going to get 9 to 12 players from this combine um, on our team this year who are going to help us. We're going to add some players in free agency. If we get our healthy players back, um, we feel good about where we're going to be. The key is I'd, I'd love to have 20 draft choices for this group of players that we've already met. Um, but we don't. But we'll find 9 to 12 players that are going to help us get better. Bruce, I wanted to follow up on what you had said a minute ago about um, uh, you'd, I guess, gone to a consultant or somebody to come in and kind of look at your medical processes and other things. You said a number of other teams. Can you just give us a little more information? Everybody, everybody analyzes their injuries um, around the league, and, and there's different outfits that will tell you if there's any uh, trend or, or, or relation between different injuries. Uh, it, it, it doesn't show that for us. Um, but yes, you look at it. The league does, the NFL does, a lot of work with the Players Association in analyzing injuries and giving us data uh, and different data points. And so we analyze all of that. So are you confident that what you've learned from, from those uh, uh, that information will maybe make you guys stay a little healthier next year? Well, we, we give it to our medical staff and they give us the advice. We're, we, we don't give the medical advice, medical staff advice. We, we listen to whatever they they need, whatever resources they want, uh, they get. All right, once again, that is Redskins President Bruce Allen meeting with reporters on Friday morning at the Scouting Combine. Again, courtesy of NBC Sports Washington 1067, the fan and the reporters on scene there Friday morning at the Scouting Combine. When we come back, we'll finish it up with a couple of news and notes items, spin you around the NFL quickly with a couple of quick hits, and then we'll get on out of here for episode number 182 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Great to have you with us on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team 
every day. All right, everybody, we welcome you back. It is episode number 182 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. Uh, Bruce Allen uh, was not exactly forthcoming with the Redskins' plans at quarterback, besides having faith in Colt McCoy, thinking that Alex Smith is making good progress, and perhaps he is. I suppose we wouldn't find out if he wasn't making um, good progress. Who knows if he'll ever be able to play again. Nobody expects him to play again in 2019. We'll see what happens in that regard. Clearly, the Redskins are interested in the quarterback position as they should be, as they always should be. They met, and Bruce did confirm this, with Kyler Murray, the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback out of Oklahoma. Also, we found out via SiriusXM NFL radio that, indeed, the Redskins are going to meet this weekend, don't have an exact time. Uh, We know the location at the scouting combine in Indianapolis with Dukes. Daniel Jones, as well, Jarrett Stidham, uh, did confirm to reporters, I saw this on J.P. Finley of NBC Sports Washington's Twitter feed, that J.P. Stidham uh, did indeed meet, uh, I'm sorry, Jarrett Stidham, uh, to J.P. Finley, according to J.P. Finley, met with uh, the Washington Redskins and Jay Gruden. So there's a couple of quarterbacks, certainly to keep an eye on for the Washington Redskins. All right, let's spin you around the NFL real quick. A couple of news and notes items. We'll save the skin spotlight for when things calm down. Just uh, just too much content here with all the sound that we have from, again, Bruce Allen uh, here on episode number 182. According to John Clayton of the Washington Post and other outlets, of course, you know John, longtime reporter for ESPN, the NFL and the NFLPA are uh, about to finalize the 2019 salary cap number. Should be around $188 million dollars according to Clayton. Uh, I guess that appears to be um, you know, maybe a little bit lower than some had estimated. However, it is about a $10 million or so uh, increase from last year's cap number of 177.2. Uh, generally, you see about a 10, maybe an $11 million salary cap increase year to year. This is the sixth consecutive year, according to Clayton and the Washington Post that the cap has risen by more than $10 million. The NFL in December had projected that the cap number would be between 187 and 191. So teams have kind of been prepared for that, but we just didn't know what the final number would be. It looks like it's going to be, again, around $188 million. Again, that is not exact. That is not definitive. It could be a little higher. It could be a little bit lower. And, of course, teams with salary cap room from this year uh, still can carry over some teams, so some teams certainly will have a larger cap than just the 188-ish million dollars. So we just wanted to bring that up to you as well. By now you know, we mentioned Kyler Murray weighing in at 5'10", 207, his hand size fine. Uh, That's great. Congratulations. Um, I still think he's going to have a hard time at his size holding up in the NFL to the constant shots that he's going to have to take. And one more new one more newt one more note that we have to uh, pass along uh, to you here before we exit stage left uh, is that apparently trade interest is heating up in Antonio Brown according to NFL Network 
The Oakland Raiders and the New Orleans Saints have expressed interest in Antonio Brown. We don't know the levels of interest. Uh, now, I guess Sean Payton at the scouting combine did kind of put some water on that. What do you expect them to say? Uh, but uh, they they were desperate for a receiver late last year, hence the reason why they signed Des Bryant. And then they claimed uh, the kid from the Redskins, um, who, who ultimately wound up signing with them. Uh, so the bottom line is, is they certainly are looking to upgrade that position for Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints offense. So that would not be a surprise. That should not be a surprise in any sort of way. And it would accomplish a goal for the Pittsburgh Steelers to keep him out of the AFC. Now, uh, and don't forget also that Antonio Brown had a huge game in what turned out to be his last game for the Steelers against the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans uh, in week 16 of the NFL season. And then also just kind of putting a finishing touch on this, the Eagles have re-signed defensive end uh, and pass rusher Brandon Graham to a three-year contract extension. Giants reportedly shopping Olivier Vernon, the defensive end, who they signed to a massive deal a couple of years ago, just hasn't worked out, hasn't produced enough. And the Ravens have cut running back Alex Collins after he got involved in a car accident on Friday morning near the team facility. He was arrested. No charges were made public as of the time we're recording this on Friday afternoon, but they are cutting him, according to uh, a couple of different reports. So that is is uh, interesting and obviously not a good sign for whatever happened in that particular incident there. So we wanted to spin you around the NFL with a couple of news and notes, certainly a Redskins flavor as well. Here from Bruce Allen, this is episode number 182. Again, when you hop in your car, make sure you tell whatever your smart device is, Alexa, whatever it might be. Hey, Siri, hey, Alexa, play podcast Locked on Redskins. Play podcast Locked on Redskins and you can be hands-free and you can get your Redskins content uh, and you can listen uh, to this podcast right there in your car while driving in miserable traffic and on your way to work or on your way home. So again, when you get in your car, tell your smart speaker device to play podcast Locked on Redskins. That's going to do it for us. Episode number 182. We'll have an extra edition coming up with all of what Jay Gruden and what Doug Williams had to say at the Combine as we try and bring you some of that uh, over the weekend here, right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. For now, this is episode number 182. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for downloading us. Adios and have a great weekend. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.